Welcome to another Kingdom Community Church podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. I just feel we need to do something in the natural. Sometimes when we act out something in the natural, we line up with what God is saying. It starts to manifest. First in the natural, then in the spirit. It says in 1 Corinthians 15, I think it is, that as we act out something, something starts to manifest. And I, in Ezekiel 10, the, an angel, Ezekiel saw an angel that had hot coals. And, um, and the, the word of the Lord was to throw the hot coals over the city. And as Paul was breathing, we were, we were breathing on the hot coals to, to flare them up. <clears throat> I just really feel that we, by faith, we just need, because I, I see Christ Church and the surrounding towns, there's, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be the Holy Ghost fire, like a kind of a, I kind of saw of a, a re, kind of a, a, a repeat of the charismatic movement, but greater. It's like the flame of God. It's the, the tongues of fire is released. And as we throw the coals over the city of Newcastle. Did I say Christchurch? Did I? Newcastle, sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Adrian's corrected me a couple of times so far. The reason why, it's probably my sort of mindset because there was an earthquake here as well. And I, uh, yeah, I apologize. <laughs> But, it, but maybe that is prophetic by default. <laughs> because Christ, it is the Christ, he's the head of the church and Christ is the head of Newcastle. Yeah. And we release that right now. And as we throw the, the coals, I just see the, the, the angel uh, is, 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 is giving the word of the Lord to throw the hot coals over the city, which is catching the city on fire with the Holy Ghost. And um, I just feel that we need to do that with Newcastle. Karika Masuka. And just by faith, just grab these coals and just release them. Maybe you need your family to be on fire with God. And just release it over your family. Release it over your workplace where you are right now. Release it even, even all the far away over to Newcastle and even to Christchurch as well. And we need to do that all over Australia, but also New Zealand. Because that's where the, the first that's the first place where the sun sets and also rises. Kira Baruko Sika. And we release the glory of God right now in the name of Jesus. We release the power of God. We release the power of God. We release the power of God over Newcastle. We release the power of God. The baptism of fire over Newcastle. Over Newcastle. We release it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for the hot coals released. The hot coals right now is a prophetic revival is released. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that Newcastle is exploding with the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord, for a renewal. We thank you, Lord, for a charismatic renewal. But it's more than that. It's a revival that brings a reformation in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And we prophesy over Australia, this great Southland of the Holy Spirit. 
Rikama, and in Ezekiel 10, in the south side of the temple, there was a glory cloud as we're throwing the hot coals. As the angel was releasing the hot coals with Ezekiel, there was a glory cloud on the south part of the temple, in the courts of the temple, and we released the glory cloud over the great south land of the Holy Spirit. The glory cloud. It's not the smoke from the fires. It's the smoke from the glory cloud. Right now, Rakabasika from the pillar of fire by night and the glory cloud, Rababahura Masika by night and the glory cloud by day. We release it right now, even over to New Zealand, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for a resurrection power. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And Adelaide, the city of churches. Cool. Sikarabaruko Shuka. South city of Australia. Release it right now, the glory cloud. Kodrakiyama Sikarabaruko Sikarabaruko Shukarabaruko just start praying in the Holy Ghost. We thank you that Newcastle, there's a new day with Newcastle. A new day with Newcastle. Jesus. Jesus. I just want to do some warfare here because I know every city can have this, but I don't usually get this, and Adrian will tell you. I just, I don't know if Freemasonry is very strong here. I mean, I don't ever say this publicly, but I saw some symbols of Freemasonry in the worship. Yeah. Oh, hello. Okay. <laughs> so we just got to smash something because there's some resistance in the spirit. And, um, oh, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. We have authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and over overcome all the powers of the evil one. My, my version is we have authority to tap dance on Satan's head. And Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that the principality that's controlling this area for years, Lord, we dismantle it. We have authority to do that. You've shown me the only reason why we're doing this tonight because God has given us a strategy. He's shown me a vision. And if you don't get a vision, you don't have a strategy, leave it alone. Otherwise, you'll get slapped around. But God has given us authority to overcome this and uh, we've already overcome because it happened 2,000 years ago. But we didn't need to contend with the Lord because it's the, 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 in principle we have it. But we need to contend and actually get in the spirit and smash this thing. And go into the courts and say, Satan, you have no authority over this place. The battle's already won. And we decree right now. Let's just pray in the spirit. It's interesting, I said, keep praying. 
It's very interesting I said Christchurch. This is the first time I've done this since Christchurch. I saw the earth shaking and the Lord said, Son of man, prophesy. Son of man, prophesy. Ezekiel 38. See, we can't wait until the bones come together. We've got to prophesy, and we need to prophesy over Newcastle. We need to prophesy over Newcastle, and we need to call the dry bones to rattle together and put the flesh on the bones and the skin on the flesh. And we see a mighty army in this city, a mighty army, resurrection power, coming out of the darkness, entering into the sonship of love and light, bypassing the gates of hell, entering into the kingdom of heaven in the name of Yeshua. We release this right now. And Satan, we dismantle you in the name of Jesus. We dismantle that principality of Freemasonry. We, we, we bind it in the name of Jesus through the power of the blood. In the name of Yeshua, we release the power of heaven over Newcastle. Oh, the earth is shaking. Sakara Baruko Sika. Lord, we thank you, Lord. The darkness in this place, the darkness in Newcastle is completely disappearing right now. We thank you for the holy storm. Sharama Baruko Sile. It's your storm. It's your glory. Lord, you're setting up your fire. Lord Jesus, you're the breath of life in Genesis. You're the Passover lamb in Exodus. You're the great high priest in Leviticus. You're the pillar of fire by night and the glory cloud by day in the book of Numbers. You're the prophet like unto Moses in Deuteronomy. You are the fulfillment of the Torah, Jesus. You are the fulfillment of the Word. We thank you, Lord Jesus. You have glory and victory over Newcastle tonight. Great are you, Lord. Worthy are you, Lord. So, Lord, we just, what's been dismantled right now, we seal it with the blood of Jesus. The door is shut. The door of hell is shut over Newcastle. We thank you. We're lining up with the door standing open in heaven. Those coals are gone. You guys are good pitchers. Revival's breaking out. I declare it in the name of Jesus. I don't, I don't usually do this, but I declare it in the name of Jesus. You can take your seats if you wish. I just got a little bit, I mean, it was the Spirit of God that came upon me. Something was ignited when Pastor Paul was talking about the hot coals. Whew, how are you feeling tonight? Is, it, is anybody out there? How are you feeling, Adrian? I'm good. Who enjoyed his teaching today? Yeah, it's, it, 
Adrian and I have been good friends since 1988 in Bible College, a couple of years ago. Just a few. And uh, God's brought us on this journey. We would never ever would have dreamed, excuse the punt, but dreamed of getting together. Uh, but um, I was an artist and we had a prophetic sign that happened, didn't it? You want to share that story? So when we were in Bible college, um, I commissioned Adam to paint me a painting and it was li uh, Daniel in the lion's den. Well, little did we realize, you know, that Daniel was, of course, a, an interpreter of dreams and mis the mysteries of God. We never would have thought. Uh, it still sits in my lounge room wall or, or hangs in my lounge room wall. And so we never would have imagined that God would put us together. So after Bible college, we kind of sort of, I became a businessman. Adrian became a pastor in a church and senior pastor. But then God brought us back together after 15 years. Yeah, around about 15 years. And uh, it was just a divine appointment, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I, um, yeah, what happened was I went through a financial meltdown because I prayed in tongue for two, tongues for two years. A lot of you know that story. Well, I couldn't stop speaking in tongues, and that brought me in the journey of my, it brought me into my destiny, my divine journey. And then, as I was going through this final, this financial freefall, um, I used to be in this big castle on this on the hill, and and uh, I used to sort of we had no we had assets, but we had no cash flow. We we're running out of money, and my wife was stressed, and I, we had no food. But someone used to leave, someone used to leave a basket of sausage rolls and pies and pasties and donuts. <laughs> I said, whoever's doing, whoever's doing this is prophetic. They don't know what I like, you know. But then uh, every Monday night, I'd just be like, and, you know, someone's, I said to Paula, hey, look, look at this. And then next Monday night, I'd be sort of, it kept going on for weeks and then, I remember laying on the couch and I said, has the ravens been yet? <laughs> but then I thought, I'm going to catch this guy out. It's kind of like the Warner Brothers cartoon, you know, Daffy Duck, sort of, aha! And it was him. Because <laughs> he worked, uh, you worked in Ch Teen Challenge, didn't you? I had a bakery pickup for a drug agency, and so I was delivering that to those people in need, and I, my, our kids were at the same school. My wife had told me that the Thompsons were in need, and so they were one of the drop-offs. Yeah. And I didn't know, and then as a, like after 15 years, I invited him in, and we sort of, it all started happening. I just started telling him how I could understand dreams, and after I asked the Lord for wisdom in this encounter, but then when I, I'm sharing the dreams and the revelation of the dreams of what the Lord is showing with every element and every symbol and metaphor, he was like rolling up his sleeves and start writing down things. And he's going, wow, this is amazing because he started applying some of the word to it. And he said, you realize it says this in this scripture, what you're saying here? And it kind of was a fusion, wasn't it? It was. And then five years. Five years later. The Divinity Code got produced. Yeah. So uh, we had Monday nights used to be Bible study night and dream interpretation night. He used to bring reams of dreams to me. Dreams <laughs> of dreams, because all, you know, all the students in Teen Challenge had dreams, and then I'd take them there, and he would interpret them for yeah, them. Yeah, and I'd be right, and then I'd have to work for my donuts. And 
But then God started downloading uh, revelation to us. You were getting overflow. We're both, yeah. And then, so, you know, things that weren't being taught. There were some, you know, some pioneers in this work, particularly in America, John Paul Jackson, Ira Milligan, and then guys like this. But we saw things, God was downloading to us, you know, like a woman in a dream might not literally be a woman. It might be wisdom or it might be the church because she's the personification. And so sometimes God uses personification in poetry. And so we then, you know, we started documenting all these different revelations that yeah. we were getting. We thought, well, no one's actually doing anything with this stuff. And the church needs to come to understand these things. And so then we went, well, why don't we write a book? Yeah, I caught some of his stuff, like his ability to, you know, with the Word of God. I got right into the Word of God and we both sort of, it was like a Bible study for five years, wasn't it? Three nights a week. And then we had this book we self-published. We're so excited, wasn't it? It was like... It was like the yellow pages. Well, you know what? It's like you're going through this tunnel and there's no light at the end of that tunnel. We're going, really, are we doing this? And is the body ready for this? And are you in this, God? And all those sort of things. You know, you're going, is this what you want us to do? Yeah, can you imagine three years into it going, Lord, is this you? <laughs> it was a mammoth. But then we handed it to the bookstore. We won't mention any names. We were all excited, like, you know, a bit like Biff from Back to the Future. You know, here's a new book, you know. And basically, they took it in and then they, they, a week later said, too radical. <laughs> Not going to take it. And I, sort of, I said to Adrian, that's an interesting five-year phase we went through. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story. But then we sold uh, 7,000 off the internet. We shipped um, pallets of them to America. And we, God set us up with a distributor there. And so they went, we went online. Um, you know, America took it on board. And then some big ministries bought 500. Global yeah. Awakening, Kathy Walters, uh, based now in uh, Colorado. Yeah. And they just, these things started moving. And then a publisher got interested. Well, what happened was you had the last remaining elder of the Lateran Revival, 1948 Lateran Revival, who was the... He was the elder of it, and he ministered with Branham. He knew Oral Robertson. He contacted us because he had an encounter in 1992 in Jerusalem. The Lord appeared to him and said, one of the keys to end-time outpouring is dreams and visions. But he couldn't find the right material, couldn't he? What happened was he was interpreting dreams prior, and then the only resources he could find was in uh, psychiatry, Jung, Freud, and all that sort of area, which is dabbles in the occult. And so he put it away. Somebody sent him our book. He was actually living in Seattle, but a Canadian out of Vancouver sent him the book. And he went, this is it. And then he endorsed it, put it into his newsletter, which he would send out you know, on a weekly basis. He was basis. like a father of the faith. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly it went bunter. We went around his house, sitting there listening to story about, stories about William Branham and with his wife. And his wife was barren, wasn't she? And she got completely healed by the word of the Lord, the angel through William Branham, she, she got completely restored and they had children, didn't they? An angel was dispatched. William Branham dispatched an angel to a barren woman in the balcony. And as, it, as the angel flew past her, she grabbed a hold of it by faith and was, boom, and conceived. Yeah. So we had a great time with him, didn't we? And he's passed. He's with the Lord now. We were sitting in, in his kitchen and he's got all these cuckoo clocks. Yeah. Like hundreds of them. They're obsessed with them. 
And we got, he was getting to the good part about Branham. Yeah, and uh, Branham said, <laughs> What? <laughs> oh. And every hour it would go off, wouldn't it? They were all, all timed differently, <laughs> so they are all phased. So they didn't all go off at once, but they were all like all these different phases. So. Yeah, but it was pretty cool. It was. And we had an impartation. We prayed for us. We were like, yeah, it took us a while to go over that one, didn't it? It was, it was fantastic. But then the, what happened is Patricia King wrote a forward for us and a lot of the, like, Stacey Campbell, a lot of them gathered around and rallied with us and it, we signed with Destiny Image, one of the biggest labels in the U.S., and that, since then, it went completely saturated. It's actually all over the world now. Even, I was saying today, Russians in, in uh, Italy, they're, they're, they're taking it on um, all throughout the world. And what happened, the ironic thing is it's gone so widely spread now um, internationally, it went back down to Australia, back into the bookstore that rejected us. <laughs> Don't you like that? God gets his way, and they've sold yeah. thousands for us now. Yeah. So, so we, we you know, they love them. They they got the little Australian flag, our boys thing on there, and yeah. <laughs> we always knew you could do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we call it the Kylie Minogue syndrome, don't we? That's yeah. right. Do you know the name Kylie actually means boomerang? <laughs> yeah. And so what happened was the boomerang had to go overseas, get recognised, and then fly all the way back before they went. Oh, these are our boys, you know, Australian owned. Bam, you know. But they're great. They've been really supportive, haven't they? We did some book signing in one of their stores recently, and, yeah, it was great. So we just felt to just share that. We weren't planning that, but we wanted to put things in perspective for you because I know there's people here. Tomorrow night, some of you are going to receive scrolls from heaven about God's called you to do before the foundations of the earth. Some of you are not sure what you're called to do. Some of you are a little bit in the wilderness. But, these, these, you know, if God could use us, look, I mean, look at us. If God can use us, you guys got a head start, really. That is true. That is so true. Seriously, I mean, know, Ren and Stimpy, are. you know I mean? Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but, but God can, this is, this is the thing, is God, you know, he's called you. We're just a couple of normal Aussies. We're not super spirituals, even though we do tap into a realm, you've witnessed that. But we don't pretend to be something we're not. So, but... We want to be just, we're revealing our hearts so that you can feel encouraged that you guys are going to, you, you call to change the world. Yeah. Amen. All right. Now, that message I released today is for Newcastle. If you weren't here this morning, you need to get a copy of that message. Very good message. So, see the guy on the desk or Pastor Paul, um, it would be really to your advantage to listen to that message. Thanks for listening. This has been another Kingdom Community Church podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, go to www.kingdomcc.com.au.